Welcome to episode nine of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of entrepreneurship and business. I'm Greg Davis. I'm Jared Bob. And we are doing our last podcast of 2018. Yep. It's nuts, man. Heading right into 2019 fast. Yeah, it's coming up crazy fast. Yeah. I'm just sitting here realizing it's the 31st and I don't know, I'm just kind of blown away. It, yeah, it, it feels uh, like uh, this year went slow, but it also feels like it went super fast. Yeah, I was just, uh, I, I was, I've been doing a lot of thinking over this year. 2018 was a monumental year for us. Um, in fact, it went from a me to an us this year is one of the things. And just, um, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's just been crazy. And, and, uh, and I'm getting ready to launch a new product tomorrow. So I'm trying to, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get everything ready for this week. This just because the the year is ending and another year is starting, uh, it doesn't doesn't mean a whole lot. Just because things got to keep rolling here, I, I I don't really feel like I have enough time to to kind of sit back and and relax and kind of think about the year. But that's kind of what we're going to do today. Uh, we were talking about uh, some things to talk about for this for this episode, and um, so I'm kind of looking forward to to what we're going to be talking about here. Yeah, I am too. And I think it's good to close out a year and kind of recap on what what happened. And I didn't used to do that in my past a lot, but as we started these businesses that I'm involved with, it's one of the things that I really actually enjoy doing. I look forward to the end of the year, and then I give myself just a couple days of a mental pause as I'm processing through all that. Because I think that helps me better prepare going into the next year. Yeah, and it honestly, it may be February before I have a time to really sit down and and pause, like you're saying, and think about things and and stuff. But uh, so what we're gonna be doing today is we're gonna be talking about our top five highs and lows of 2018. And I had to do top five because we could probably talk about this for a long time. And frankly, this episode may be longer than than our goal of 45 minutes. If we really, uh, I mean, it could possibly roll over that just if we each talk about our top top 10 things uh, we've been going. So maybe we could just go ahead and get, and get right into it. What do you say? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So how about we do we each do a, do a high and a low, and we'll go through. Uh, we'll go through that way. So we aren't rolling all through our lows and getting depressed and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might happen. Uh, you want to kick it off, Greg, and give your first your first one? Sure, sure. So, um, some of these I'm kind of going chronological a little bit too, because it's hard to put my, especially the lows. It's hard to pick my favorite low. But uh, I would say, um, as far as my, uh, as one of my highs from this year, and it kind of happened toward the end of the year is getting the CNC machine. Um, if you would ask me three years ago, if I'd have a shop and a CNC machine, I would have, I would have laughed in your face. Uh, there's no way that I, that I thought that that, that would be possible. Um, just being able to have that here, being able to, um, it, just the, 
the possibilities that opens up to be able to come up with with things and then and then just make it um, even that same day and go through multiple revisions in the same day and be able to roll out something um, it, it is a big game changer and and I'm hoping that you know you know to start seeing you know seeing the that payoff in in 2019. That's one of the things that I'm super excited about for next year is to be able to take the possibilities that the CNC machine is giving and see how that can grow the company. Uh, so that's that's probably again you know, some of the some of the highs. It's going to be hard to to pick my number one thing, right? Um, but this is just in the top five is, is CNC machine, and then. Um, I'm going to go chronological with with some of the lows. So, um, man, I started out 2018 super low and bummed out. Just um, January sales, especially the first, like, two or three weeks or so. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just it's, – it's New Year. People are out of money from, uh, you know, from – Christmas season or, or what it is, but just uh, especially the first couple of weeks hit and and it was it just it, you really start second guessing yourself, your business. Can this you know it, 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 if this is how this is going to go? How's the rest of the year going to go? You know, like so many questions start popping up in your head and so many doubts and fears just start rolling in. And that's how I started this year out is just really low and and really bummed just how things were going. Um, and that was tough. And I, I really leaned on a few people near me, um, in that time, just, just, just kind of vocalizing my concerns and, and asking them, man, am I crazy for feeling this way? I know it's only, it's only a couple weeks out of the, out of this year. And just, um, and some of them said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm crazy. There's, there's, a, a, the year's a long time, and a lot can happen. And and, and and there's a lot that plays into, you know, to low sales and high sales and stuff. So, um, and really, I feel like with how well this year has gone, like we're up overall this year, over the last couple of years, even combined. This no, no, this year has been amazing. So to to go through what I went through last January of feeling so low and then for the year to go as well as it did, I feel like I'm really going into this January ready for whatever is going to happen. If it's a low year, I'm ready. It's, or if it's a low January, I'm ready. Cause I, I've been through it before and I pushed through and I found new ways to get my product out there and advertise and, and new ways to collaborate with people, and just and just all these things that played into this this year being being great. Um, you know, I, I just I feel really good going into this year. Um, I just I, I think I took all of the rest of 2018 and learned a lot, and really pushed forward, and came through the end of the year feeling great. And I'm going into 2019 with a lot of momentum. And I'm also ready for if it is a low month. Okay, I've been through that before. I've I've gone through a really poor start to the year, and we've 
persevered through that. So um, I, I think that's – I think those two things, the CNC and, and and going through that poor start to last year, uh, that's, the, that's, that's probably my number one high and my number one low. Yeah, and that's tough, man. And I can relate to that because – I think you're right about January, and we talked about this in a previous podcast. I feel like it's that weird time where, yeah, some people are buying things, and you know, we have sales coming in there, all that good stuff, but it's definitely a lower month. And my my initial belief, and I don't have any data to back this up, just my own personal experience, is, is that you come out of Christmas, everybody spent their money on gifts and everything. Yeah, there's New Year's, but that's obviously right at the first of, of the month going into the new year. And then after that, between January until February, when people start talking about taxes and possibly getting a return, it, things kind of slow down on our end, too. And it, it's it's really hard to not get in a slump over that. And it, it's easy. It's really funny when you think of it because it's only one month out of 12. Yeah. And it's not even the most ideal month for right. reasons that we just talked about. And so, it, yeah, the first couple of years, I was the same way. And... Now, I look at January, for me personally, as an opportunity to invest my time into R&D, into product development, into other things like that. And obviously, I do want to grow sales in January, so I'm pushing that as well. But yeah, I can, yeah, I can that hits home to me. <laughs> I, I feel it. And, yeah. And it, it, I mean, Dustin even talked about this just, just for a couple minutes this morning. Um, you know, it, and his view is, you know what? If it's a low January, just look at that as a blessing because it's gonna it's gonna give us an opportunity to uh, to to kind of ramp up internally and get things cleaned up, ramp up, and just um, you know you know work on new stuff and and all that. So uh, yeah, I, I definitely have a different perspective now. Yeah, that's and good. I'm, uh, I'm actually thankful for last January and how and. And that low time, I think it's those, you know, you know, just in our name, just you know, forging. Um, it, that's one reason why we picked that word, just because it's a, it's a hard thing to do. Forging metal is hard. It takes, it takes heat. It takes, uh, it, it takes a lot of hard Force, work to yeah, forge it, something. So yeah, it, man, and it's so many different steps. You know, you don't. You don't start out with a raw piece of iron and end up with a tool in one step. Right. You know, there's, there's multiple different ways, and you're exerting a ton of force the entire time. Yeah. And also, you know, there's the aspect of finesse. It's not always just beating things really hard. You have to be able to distinguish. But, you know, I, I guess as far as... I don't know. It's going to be very difficult for me to list one to five. So I'm I'm gonna just I don't know I I'm just gonna go into this and we'll see uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll actually have some sort of order but I, I doubt it but anyway um, so yesterday around midnight I hit my sales goal for the year for 2018 and it's actually exact like I'm looking at it and it's just the zeros are exactly. It, like I'm not kidding you. Exactly what I wanted to hit, and so that's cool. That made me feel really good because my wife's been kind of egging me on. Like, you know, as of last week or so, I forget. We were we were a couple thousand short. I don't know, maybe it was ten thousand or something. And 
I was like, all right, I got to make this happen. Got to make this happen. Got to make this happen. And it was just cool to see that actually come into effect literally the last day of the year. And what that means is that we doubled for the year. And so that's awesome. That was an, in, that's an incredible, incredible achievement. And I don't know. I feel very blessed and very happy that that happened. And there's so much work that went into that. And so that I would say is probably my number one, just because I know the amount of craziness that went into that. And you know, my low for 2018, man, it's tough because they all kind of go together and I guess I'll just break them down. But I think the biggest stressor for me going into 2018 was coming out of 2017. I was wearing so many different hats and I was doing so many different things. So as, as we closed out 2017 and went in January of 2018, I was still shipping. I was boxing everything. I was ordering all the materials. Um, I had some of the process was under my belt, you know, bolting target plates together, getting everything together. And all that stuff was on my plate as well as managing customers and everything else. And you know exactly what goes into that, Greg. And realizing that in order to have a profitable growing company, I need to, again, double my sales for what I had during 2017. That was immensely overwhelming going into 2018. And, you know, I, I guess I'm going to put that as my number one. Just just looking into 2018, knowing that at that point we didn't have Mark, which is our shipping manager, we didn't have other things in place, and just realizing that this is an immense task in front of me. And the only person here to be able to chart that ship, you know, point it in the right direction was me at the time. And yeah. that is an overwhelming feeling, knowing that it all rides on your shoulders and you know, that's up to you to make it, make it happen. And I, you know, something that I've learned a lot throughout 20, 2018 is there's only so much I can do by my own power. You know, there, ultimately I believe there's a, a grander scheme to what I'm doing and I can, you know, Kirby always says it, you know, you, you can kind of plan out your, your journey where you think you're going to go, but ultimately you're going to be charted in the direction you're supposed to be. And so realizing that I don't have complete control over everything and being someone who likes to be in control, um, I can have internal battles around all of that. But I, yeah. I would say those are my, yeah, it's going to get jumbled with the lows, but <laughs> I would say that those two are, are pretty high and low on my list. So, all right, so what? Uh, my next high and low um, my next high, and this kind of is rolling off what, what you're, what you're talking a little bit about, um, how it started out, everything was on your back and then you, and then you got some more help this year. Uh, one of the next things that was probably one of my next biggest goals for the year is to hire somebody. Um, the, you know, it was just a couple of years ago, I was trying to figure out if I could afford to do this, um, as my job on my own. And then having the opportunity to, to hire someone else and it's just that was a monumental shift in in this year and and then and in the direction that the business is going 
um, just being able to, uh, I mean, the biggest thing is just being able to hand stuff off to someone so I can take on some new tasks. So I can, um, you know, so I can start thinking about new products so I can handle, handle things that before were just getting a little bit of attention that now I can give some real attention to. Um, and, and and frankly, it's the whole reason why the CNC even happened. I'm kind of working backwards there a little bit. You know, the only way that I was going to have enough time to learn to use a CNC and to, and, and, and to run production stuff on it is if I had more time. And the only way I can, at this point, I can make more time is to have someone else take things off my shoulders. So, um, you know, bringing Dusty in and <clears throat> having somebody that I can trust to get get work done while I'm either while I'm gone or um, or just yeah, you know, all, all these things. I mean, this summer I was able to take a couple like longer weekend trips with my family. Um, being able just to take a little bit of time off and spend spend more time with my family, um, it, it, it was just an amazing thing. And, and it's kind of making up for those first couple of years a little bit. I mean, you can never get that time back, but it's kind of making up for some of the time that was maybe lost in the beginning when, when I was working so much um, to be able to spend more time with my family now than I ever could have before. Uh, there are just so many awesome things to... Uh, to being able to make that move and make that jump. Um, one of the next lows is, and I'm not going to get too into details here, but um, at Chacha last year, I had a couple meetings that I was super excited about. Um, some some pretty big opportunities. Uh, one of them was with a really big company in our industry. And this is where I'm not going to get into specifics. I'm not going to name who it is, but... Um, the potential um, was huge with this company. And kind of the idea was I was going to be selling the Neomag as the Neomag through this, uh, through this bigger company. Um, and it probably would have at least doubled. Just, just that alone probably would have at least doubled what we was sold this year. And uh, at least it would have doubled what I sold last year. Um, and... It just the potential there was going to be huge. You know, that's that's how I envisioned my goals this year happening was with was with that partnership. Um, you know, it was with you know that's how I was going to make enough to hire somebody. That's how I was going to make enough to get a CNC. That's you know that's how those things were going to happen, and uh, and that never happened this year. This I kept getting. You know, the rest of the year, you know, that meeting went super well. It was, you know, handshakes, pats on the back. This is going to be great. And then I got excuses the rest of the year. Um, and that was a big bummer. But at the same time, um, you know, maybe it was a good thing that that didn't happen because the rate at which we grew this year, uh, it, it was a really healthy rate to grow. Um and maybe if that would have happened, it would it could have been a bad thing. So, um, you know, I trust God that that things happened the way this year that that they did for the best. But that was, you know, that was something that that uh, that I was really excited about happening this year, and didn't happen. 
Um, and I'm going to kind of tie in. I, uh, I actually had like six or seven low things, but I wanted to, to, to do top. I wanted to kind of narrow it down to five. So I'm going to kind of just um, shoehorn in another one that kind of relates to that is um, I had some other um, big Instagram accounts come to me. Um, you know, some big personalities with massive following stuff like that come to me wanting to work with me and I send them off products. You know, we had things, we had things figured out and they just completely didn't follow through whatsoever. Not like not even a little bit of effort towards what we had discussed. So, um, you know, the product I sent them, yeah, there's, there, there's some loss there, but that's not even as big a deal as just, just like, being I'm a man down, of my word. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm a man of my word, and I expect other people to hold up their end and and follow up on their word. And when when people don't, that just really that just really bums me out. I guess. Yeah, the, I'm right the same way. way yeah, it's just if you're gonna do something, then then do it. And if they if these people had no intention on doing anything and they were just trying to get free stuff, um, which is kind of what I think. A, a, a few of these instances were, then that just that just goes to it just goes to to show their personality and um, and just the type of person they are. So yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's always hard, man. You you make that investment, and you know, I guess anybody you can try to vet whoever you're potentially going to be working with, but at the same time. <clears throat> after the conversations are had and, and you have to make a decision about what you're going to do, it's still a risk. There's never a guarantee that they're going to pull through on their end. Right. So yeah. you? what's your next? Uh, so this is kind of vague, maybe not vague. I don't know, but I guess the number two that I have for my, my high is that I feel like I found a lot of clarity through 2018 and there's this is kind of going to tie in with my number three um so i think i think i'm going to say my number three right away then <laughs> is that against the rules or should i hold off go go for all right it. so anyway two and three go so what i'm what what i mean by clarity around my mission is i think because of all the struggles through 2018 it has become uh, much more i don't know brought into the picture what my actual mission with TA targets is because it's easy to think about you know my, my mission is to sell products and grow my business and have a successful business but it's so 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 much more than that to me and I feel like if I wouldn't have gone through all of the different struggles and all the pains of 2018 I may not have found that much clarity because it it not only pushed me but it pushed our team as well it pushed my other business partners going through the different headaches that we went through in 2018 and it forced us into conversations that were tough but ultimately ended up bringing us closer and then bringing our team closer and then figuring out more about what the values are with the company and what our goals are with the company and so there's there's value to me in going through the struggles of 2018 and, and because I found that that clarity in what I'm doing right now and that was a humongous humongous struggle for me and it's kind of like the running joke because it's a conversation that came up with my business partners almost every time we had a meeting. 
and so Ethan will bust on me every once in a while and and if I say hey there's an issue here you know what's going on and he'll be like oh what is it your clarity again <laughs> but so it came up all the time but it, it was very important because I want to make sure that the time that I'm investing into this business is what I want to do if that makes any sense and it's normal and I don't want to you know make people think it's not but it's normal to be investing in something like this putting all your effort and your energy and going through short spells where you're like why the heck am I doing this if if you wanted the easy way you punch in on a clock and you try to grow inside of a business and get the promotion and make more money and if that company doesn't pay you enough switch companies yeah, that's the way to me that would have been an easier path. And so there's there's spells that I've gone through where it's like, man, I don't even understand why I'm doing this when you feel like you're getting kicked all the time. But because I found that clarity coming through 2018, I have a lot of peace now with what I'm doing. And I'm able to let go of control of the different things that I'm trying to control because ultimately I don't control them at all. It's a false sense of being in control you know yes i can control what i post on social media i can make sure that i'm using my time wisely but i can't force people to buy my product i can't force ambassadors to post you know when they're supposed to i can't force things that are outside of my my circle that affect my company so finding that peace is huge for me um, if that makes any sense yeah and my low for number two is, again, kind of vague, and I'm going to get into it. And I'm not going to do more than one low for here, but I guess I should do number three since I did two and three for the high. But we had so many failures this year in 2018. It, it's just crazy to think about it. And there's people that I've confided in and people I've talked to about this and then I've talked to family who don't have any business experience or aren't really involved in it, but just, you know, kind of talking to people. And I've been asked the question, why would you continue? And that's a really, really heavy question when you think about it. And it's, I guess it kind of sets people apart. And this is where the mindset comes into it. And you have to really, really want what you're going for. Because when we set out for TA Targets, the picture that I thought was going to be painted and what is actually being painted and where we're actually headed are very different. And there's a lot of pain through the last years to get to that point. But we went through a couple failures where we invested so much into them, time and money. And yeah, there's, I mean, there's shows and things that we invested tens of thousands of dollars into and you know, money's one thing, and that's that sucks when you lose money. But what really, really burns me up is when I invest time and energy into something, and then it fails. And that, to me, is more more of a blow than losing money. Because, you know, we can always, you know, you can make more money, you can make more sales, you can recoup. But the time is forever lost. And there's just multiple times in 2018 where I just was looking at it like, man, we should have known. Um, we should have not done that, you know, hindsight 2020 kind of thing. Um, and leading that into number three for my low 
is because of some of the failures we experienced early in 2018, we literally did a 180-degree turn of where we thought we were going to go to where we started going. And because of that, I feel like we succeeded more in 2018. Where we thought we wanted to be is definitely not where we want to be. And again, it, I feel like it took those lows and those the, the hits to make it very clear where we are supposed to be headed. Um, so Are you able to give us a little bit of a picture of what that of what what that looked like? What, like, like where did you think you were going, and then yeah, I, where did the one eighty take you? I'm going to be very careful. Um, I'm just thinking of how to how to give enough info, but not right. info that's not necessary. But we so we look at big players in the industry, and we. You know, I know early on we fell into the trap of seeing big industry companies in the gun industry and saying, oh, this is where we got to go. This is what we've got to do to make this happen. And then just trying to chase after the steps that we thought that they were taking. And ultimately what I've learned is some of these companies just have excess money and they can afford to lose it just to save a face and have a, an image out at a show or something. But, you know, we went into... 2018 just hammering shows and trying to be at every show we could be at and all of this time invested and all of this other stuff just to be at a show where maybe we'll talk to a couple hundred people and that was a, a major blow to us because it, it it didn't return the way that it should have if if we were going to continue doing it but at the same time there's different areas of work in my in my field with TA targets that we've done and just touching on them I mean we've we've done everything from you know up armoring rooms for police departments to some humvees and things that are you know very specialty things and and I kind of envisioned going after some of this work and someday I really think that we will but just getting this picture of bigger things, you know, higher dollar jobs and and chasing after this stuff when really what where our passion truly lies is servicing customers with products that we're creating and shipping out. But we started off with investments that were taking us one direction and then we quickly realized that that's not where we want to be. Not now at this point. And so when you're when you're building that framework and charting that path it'd be like if you're sailing out to, sh to sea on a sailboat or something and you get two months into your journey and realize wow my uh, my compass was broken that entire time so now i have to re rechart and recourse and i don't know it's hard not to get depressed when you think about it but at the same time i really do believe that because of the steps and really what it comes down to is because of certain investments that we made that didn't pan out, it gave us the clarity to understand the next steps. And now, because of that, heading into 2019, TA Targets is going to be that much stronger. And then heading into 2020, it's going to be a totally different picture as well. And then and I, have a, I have a plan laid out that's going to get us to the point where we initially thought we had to be, but it's just going to take us a few more steps, if that makes sense. Yeah, and if and if 
if the past is any indication of the future, where you think you might be going now could change. You know, right. that, that plane, that plane you have right now, yep. it could totally change oh, yeah. and Absolutely. keep you going somewhere else, you know, yep. for sure. Yeah. And, and I think it's, I think it's part of being, in, being, a, being, being able to be a, a, a successful business is being able to, uh, you know, to be nimble, you know, you know, keeping your head on a swivel, you know, seeing how things are going around you, see how things are going in, internally and being able and willing to make those changes at the drop of a dime if you need to. Right. And, and adjust, you know, it, it's important to have a plan. It's important to have goals, but, um, it's also important to be, to be willing to, to just scrap all that and need to change direction. Yeah. And that is so hard, man. It is so difficult because like I said, I just, I remember sitting down heading 2017, you know, whatever, November, December, we're sitting down and, and talking about what do we want to do? How do we want to do this? And we literally threw all the cards on the table and said, we are going to do this. And, and, and I'm going to back up for a second. This is partially why I'm okay with the fact that we lost in this area. You know, we, we lost a couple battles because as a team, we sat down and we were all on the same page and we, we said, we threw all the cards on the table. We said, we're going to try this and go this route and we're going to go all in so that at the end of 2018, if it didn't work, it wasn't us that we can look at it and say, that is not a viable way to grow our business in 2018 or that's not where we want to be at this point in our business. And so I think that's partially why, you know, just throwing that out there for anyone listening. That's partially why I'm okay with it because as a team, we were all on the same page going into it. That's awesome. Anyway, what's right, up? So, uh, next one for you. So, uh, <clears throat> I guess I'll do three and four since you did two and three. <clears throat> so <laughs> we'll get it all screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get this figured out. Um, my number three high is a new shop, um, and actually, this is a little bit even more than that. It was a new house too. Um, I was working out of a tiny room in my basement at at our last house, and um, I had bigger plans and goals. I I wanted an industrial tumbler and stuff like that's that's noisy and messy. Um, it uses liquid, so I couldn't put it in my not heated garage at the last house. It just I needed to move, and so I had started looking for for shop space, and uh, and for what a decent sized shop space was was going to cost me per month. It made more sense to look for a home that I could roll that, that money into that I could put a shop on that property. Um, so we started, you know, so me and my wife talked about it and prayed about it. And we're like, all right, let's start house hunting. And so, uh, we spent last fall, uh, house hunting and, and trying to find, <laughs> trying to find the right house in the, in the right school district. That's not too far from her work. That's, um, that also has, some of the property that I wanted and that had at least the beginning of a building. Cause I couldn't afford to, you know, from scratch build a, a shop. So, um, we thank God we found something. Um, and we love, love this place and there's, and, and my shop is on our property. So, um, it's the money that I was going to be putting towards 
you know, paying someone else for rent for a shop or whatever, uh, I was able to put towards our own mortgage basically. And so, um, that's been a huge blessing in a lot of ways, just being able to have, have my shop on my property. Um, it, you know, there's some downsides to having your work just right out your back door as well. But, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but the pros way outweigh the cons. Um, and again, I, I feel like I'm kind of working backwards here too. That needed to happen in order for all these other things to happen that I talked about before, you know, about, you know, about getting some machinery, getting a CNC machine, getting, you know, being able to hire somebody. And, you know, the first thing that, that needed to happen the end of 2017 was find a shop. So, um, that was a big, uh, yeah, we, we we moved in the end of January or the, the end of 2017, and I think me and my buddy cranked out uh, a lot of work in this shop. Uh, I mean, it was basically it was basically like a pole barn with a concrete slab. We had to do everything else that comes with making a shop. We did it in like I don't know, like six weeks or something crazy. Um, I basically lived out there uh, nonstop, so. Uh, that was that was huge um, and next low was probably and we talked about this a little bit um, uh, Facebook and Instagram advertising basically shutting shutting us down and um, they just really have no interest in trying to even answer questions right of yeah I, you know, wh- I get it why so wh- <laughs> why can I run an ad for three years and suddenly now it's, it's not okay. And, and you got to love the automated responses, right? Yeah. It's well, great. Well, and even cause I've, I've got a hold of people there and even the people give me the same canned responses. They don't actually answer any questions right. because I copy and paste their own words and send it to them. Here's why, you know, according to your own rules, my product is perfectly fine to advertise. And, I can't get any, I can't get anything. So that was, um, uh, I kind of decided, um, and that was the summer that, that this happened. You know, th- you know, that was, that was kind of a scary time. Um, because I think August was our biggest month. It was an amazing month. So then September hits and I think, I think it was September when, they took it all down. I'm like, we're we're going to go from our highest and best month, which I was hoping was going to trend out the rest of the year. Um, you know, being on that level, and then our biggest traffic driver to our website is is gone. Um, and, and and that was a big low. That was like, what are we? What am I going to do now? Um, you know, I. Facebook drove half of our website traffic. And so um, I imagined half of our sales being gone too. Well, kind of come to find out, Facebook was a huge traffic driver, but it wasn't necessarily a big conversion driver. Right. Um, now, I do believe that that some of that traffic probably later turned into conversions, but... Um, but I don't know. It like it ended up. You know, the rest of the year has has been fine. I I kind of reallocated um, 
the funds that I was spending there. And frankly, I'm giving that advertising money to people that I would rather give the money to than Facebook. Uh, I, I found some other advertising opportunities within the industry. I'd rather keep the money in the industry than give it to Facebook and Instagram. Right. Um, so I, it, I one, it, you know, this is one of those things where, and I kind of learned this in January from what I talked about when something bad and happens and it drags you down to the lowest point, you can make a decision. You can either live down there and be angry and depressed, or you can use that opportunity to regroup, come up with a new game plan and persevere. That's yeah. And that mindset's going to set it. businesses apart because there are some people that will just live in the bottom instead of, yep. instead of being nimble, like you said. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I could think of a couple companies off the top of my head that I know of and, and, and I talk to them and all they tell me is all is the whole series of lows and all these excuses for why, why their business sucks and why they can't get sales and stuff. And, right. and, and they, they live in that low point and they live in this world of excuses. Um, and unfortunately their business suffers for that. Uh, so that's my number three high and low. I'm going to skip the four since you took up two of them also. Um, my four, my number four high is this year I got to do some more traveling. I got to, um, I got to meet up with some people. I, uh, you know, going to SHOT Show, going to NRA Show, um, going and meeting up. I got to come out and meet up with, with you and some other, you know, you know Wiseman Company and, um, uh, Lunar Concepts and uh, IC13 and TA Targets and um, and we got to spend the day on a range with uh, a couple of guys that do professional videography um, and just getting to spend that time with those guys and being out on the range. I mean, it it was like what 110 degrees. It was blazing hot with the uh, digital alchemy. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yep. Oh man, I it look was, at the videos and I'm literally drenched because it's just it was disgusting, unbearably hot, and there was there's really no escape into not shade. on our range. No, yeah, it's only no. a couple hours a day that you get any shade up there. Yeah, we're in like we're we're on the edge of the woods, but those trees don't help you until nope. the end of the day. <laughs> oh, and but none of us really seemed to care. I don't think anybody complained once about the heat because we were just excited to be out there oh uh, uh ryan who used to be embracer recoil was up was out there too um and just i don't think anybody complained we were just we were having a blast and uh you know you know we got to uh as i got to meet the uh, digital alchemy guys and um you know i learned a lot just about videography and stuff too through those guys that was probably half the reason why i drove out there was just to see those guys and see how they work and um and so just creating those relationships. And then that carried over into, I mean, Dusty went and spent a weekend with Pat McNamara. We drove down to North Carolina and and spent some time with him and did some recording and, and made some some really awesome content. Um, and just working on that relationship. And then um, I, I know I'm forgetting a couple others, but just um, – and, and that's something that I really want to – 
make a point to do of uh, I do this year is just go and meet up with people and and work on those relationships and also you know go there and make content with them because because we all need content right and we can only do so much on our own at our own range so it's even more fun when you get to go and spend time with other people and and bounce ideas off each other and 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 create some cool content so um that's you know you know that's one of my favorite things from this year that I, uh, you know that I got to do um another down another low point um this kind of ties in a little bit with the Facebook Instagram thing um and and similar to what when your lows just were is you spend a significant amount of money on advertising there's a couple of things I spent a decent chunk on this year that netted me basically nothing. It was just I wrote a check and handed it off and got nothing out of it. Um, you know, so that, uh, you know, thankfully it was a calculated you know, amount of money that, that wasn't going to kill us. It was just outside of comfortable. Um, but, you know, it it should have been something that 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 benefited us and then stuff now I'm at the end of the year and I look at at the money that's left and I'm like this is how much I should have I should not have just handed that off but um, that's kind of part of how things go you gotta you gotta take some chances and you're gonna win some and you're gonna lose some right it's always a gamble it's never a guarantee and if you go into it thinking that this is gonna be easy <laughs> You better leave that at the door pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's not you're gonna you're gonna screw up, you're gonna make mistakes. Yeah. It's what you do. You know, it sounds cliche, but it's what we do after the fact, how we react to it, that's gonna really determine where we're headed. Yep. Oh man, this, what's your, uh, this is getting even harder. <laughs> as I keep going, as I'm thinking and listening to you talk, it's bringing up all kinds of stuff. You know, I also had fiascos with Facebook. I'm still you know, fighting them to try to allow this one ad of our zone target. There's no guns at all. Yeah. And I just, man, I just keep appealing and keep appealing. And I've got a budget to spend on advertising and I'm soon just going to not mess with them at all because it's, yeah. it's just a fiasco. But, you know, and, and one more thing with Facebook, just throwing this in there, we did a giveaway. We teamed up with this massive page on Facebook. And it doubled our Facebook likes. I mean, you snap your fingers, and within a couple of weeks, we doubled how many people liked our page. And Facebook took every one of them away at the end of it. Every single like that we got through that giveaway was then taken away from our page. And the page running the giveaway was blown away because they had never seen that happen before. And so we started yeah. following up with people who liked our page to confirm with them that yes you liked our page and now it shows that you did not and they confirmed it on their personal pages that Facebook actually unliked us from their accounts and we're talking like 4,000 people Facebook came through and just gone and it strokes were pen so yeah I, I get it man social media is a, a driver of business but you always have to be very quick to be able to react to it but anyway so i just wanted to throw that out there because i thought people might find that interesting yeah um 
I'm going to say for my number four, which is I think where we're at, we had months this year where we had a total sales volume of orders that surpassed our entire 2016 year. And in other words, so in one month, we had orders that were more than the entire 2016. We did that, I think, three months nice. this year. And just looking back, and I'm, I'm laughing because just thinking about where we would be in 2016 and seeing where we're at, I would have never expected that. And, yeah, I would have, I would have never expected that somebody would call and on the phone say something like, Hey, Jared, nice to talk to you. I saw your stuff on Instagram. I want to order 25 targets. And, you know, just to see that occur and then to be talking to them and they want half-inch AR-550. And it's like, wow, you know, just seeing orders like that and seeing that growth is such a huge motivator to me. Definitely not the number one motivator for why I'm doing this, but it is really nice to have a reward and see, you know, your hard work paying off. And so then... Number four, I touched on this in a previous, and this is uh, number four for my low. Um, I touched on this in a previous podcast, and it's something that I wrestled with years ago and not as much now, but I, I go through spells where um, I, I wrestle with feeling incapable of continuing to do this, and I feel like I don't have the skills, and I don't have the knowledge, and uh, you know, I, it's hard, it's a self-doubt game, and again, it's not it, it's a, a minority of my time gets thought on that but it's something that I still struggle with especially right after something doesn't go the way we would like it to go it's hard not to fall into that trap of self-doubt and I dealt with that a lot in my past I don't it's not as much of a struggle now but it's still a reality that we have to face especially when you get kicked pretty hard so that's that's my number four for the low Yeah, I, I think I was on number four yep that's that's good stuff. Um, so my last, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my low, so that way I'm not ending on a, a low. And so I'm gonna go with my low, and then I'll I'll talk about my. That's a good call because I would have gone with my high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, my next low this is something I've been dealing with for uh, for over just this year. Um, is is a uh, Chinese knockoffs. It's something I. That uh, I think came up just about two years ago. Um, yeah, China is complete has has ripped off the Neo Mag, and it's um, it you know some people say that oh this you know uh, that it's supposed to be a flattering thing. It's it's not. It's it, not. <laughs> it boils my blood. Um, you know the amount of of time and, um, and money and and just everything that goes into to creating this this product and uh and it goes into what it takes to feed my family and put a roof over the head and now uh you know know, my employee as well and just um to see someone else just it's it's stealing it's theft you know it they stole what's mine and are now profiting off of off of that, and every time I come across a listing of these things, 
my I instantly my blood boils. I get I get sweaty and I get angry. And, it, <laughs> um, and because of that, I really try to just ignore it. Um, you know, I I've gone through periods where I'm like, all right, I need to I need to tackle this and work on getting this taken down. And um, unfortunately, um, like eBay and Amazon have no interest in trying to help me. Even though I have patents and copyrights and stuff, they don't really seem to care. Um, and so I kind of had to make a decision um, to either pursue and try to fight it uh, further or just ignore it. Because my uh, just emotionally, I don't think I I can deal with it. <laughs> Um, and, and the monetary, you know, maybe, monetarily, the aspect of going after something like that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, and, and here's the reason why I think one of the big reasons why I can ignore it is it has not, it, it's, I've not noticed a like a big downturn in business or anything. You know, you know, this year we're way up and. Um, and so, you know, am I losing business over it? Probably on the other hand, I'm probably, you know, the people who are buying those probably weren't going to be my customers anyway. And I'll be honest, I, I don't want those people as my customers. I don't, if, if they are okay supporting someone who stole this design and is selling it for a fraction, um, much, which and by the way, it's not. They don't use the quality of materials and finishes that we do. It's 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 a piece of junk. Like I've got a couple of them, and they show up covered in rust, and it's it's a joke. Um, but people, the, the people who would rather spend a little bit of money and support them as opposed to spend a little bit more and support us, I don't want them as my customers. So. Um, it's just uh, that that's something that you know every once in a while it, it pops back up. Um, I'm actually uh, you know it, the cool thing has been, you know, it, I'm thankful for these people. And at the same time, it, like I'm just as much thankful as I am. I wish that they wouldn't that they wouldn't do this, but I get people who will send me a link and be like, "Hey man, I just came across this. I'm really sorry to see this. This sucks. I can't believe that they're doing this to you." Um, I'm gonna buy like I've I've had people say I I went and, and ordered one from you just because I saw this this knockoff and I want to support you like the support that I've got from people and um and the people that I've seen stand up against that brings just it it, it brings a brings a smile to my face and it brings like it gives me hope that there's people who who you know who believe the right things and do the right things at the same time every time they send that to me it just reminds me that there's a knockoff out there and it just and then, right. it, then i get you know then i get ticked off so like it's a double-edged sword it is like i love seeing that response from people but i also hate being reminded of it um so that's something just every once in a while i deal with and for the most part i, I mean most of the year i don't even really think about it um but it, the, the, every once in a while it gets brought back up and it just it makes me angry um 
But to finish on the high note, my last um, my last high from this year, and technically, uh, it's going to be the beginning of the next year is uh, is coming out with a new product. Um, it's the beginning of what I hope to be a lineup of many future products and and and, and for the goals that I have for the business growing um, and and being much more than what it is and being much more of a force in the industry and um, I want to be a innovator and um, and and just pushing the envelope and making people happy and helping people out um, this this next product is the next step in all of that happening. Um, you know, Neomag continues to grow and I have people in the industry telling me that it's a, that, that they believe it's going to be much bigger than it is and maybe it will and maybe it won't. So I need to continue to, uh, to push on and, and press on and come up with, with more cool things and not just settle for having one awesome product, but, Let's try to have ten awesome products. So, yeah. Um, I'm, you know, so I'm just I'm really looking forward to. Um, and this next product, you know, the Rask, it may not be. It may not be anything, you know, great. It may not be a big. Um, big earner for us, but it's the next step, and I'm okay with, if it's not, if it's not a huge money maker. Um, it's a next step that needs to happen. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. It's awesome. And I'm really happy for you, man. I really am. I, I, as soon as I saw you get the CNC machine and I saw you, you know, as you were telling me about getting that and the new product and you're explaining what it is, I just, I don't know, partially because of where I'm at and how I can relate to what you're doing. But it, it just gets me pumped up when I see companies, innovating and then sticking their neck out a little bit taking the risk investing in themselves it it helps me be driven you know and, and keep my eyes on the future yeah for sure so i guess i will give bring my, us home i'll bring my last low i'm going to follow in your steps because i think that that was the right move <laughs> um for me the the low the last low and it's not the last but one that's standing out to me is just the Instagram gun culture from where I started to where it is now. And it's not all bad, and I don't want people to think that. But when I started, and, and this is kind of going back to my personal page, because Keystone Carry kind of helped me, not kind of, it helped me figure out who I am. If that, That's going to sound really weird to people because they're like, oh, you posted pictures on Instagram. How could that even possibly show you who you are as a person and of course it's not the only thing but what you have to realize is in at the end of 2015 as we were starting ta targets i started connecting with guys like ben and noah at wiseman company um, at the time right when we started ta targets ben and noah um again if you guys didn't catch that they're the owners and founders of wiseman company they started wiseman company they left their jobs at a gun shop where they both worked and they started this business and so I saw them hungry for it, and I saw them chasing it, and so that gave me drive. And then I also started meeting other people, and at the time, Ben and Noah had created a roundtable where we all got together once a month or whatever and did live YouTube videos 
And so I got to connect with all these awesome people in the, the gun industry. And that's what kind of drove me to figuring out my own page and creating content and learning my photography. And then that kind of fizzled out through the end of the 2016 year into 2017. And it just, it hasn't felt the same since the camaraderie and the, you know, I do miss that. I think I was the last, I think I was the last guest on. Yeah. It, on that. I that missed was, that, that like crazy, man. I was talking to my wife about it last night. I was like, I don't, I don't keep up with people as much anymore. It's almost like on my personal page, I'm just a loner, you know, posting content out and I enjoy it. But at the same time, there was that brief window where Instagram, the algorithms were like ideal and I could get three to 4,000 likes on a post and I don't know. It, it was, it was exciting. It was a, a different experience and I'm very thankful for that. And there's definitely been a shift in the industry over the last three years. Um, so without sounding old and missing the quote unquote good old days, um, I would say that there's, there's aspects about the social media world and it's not just the gun industry. It's every single industry you would ever follow, whether that's fishing, hunting, sports, um, just talking politics. It's all there. It's not just gun industry, but it hits home to me because there was a spell there where I was just pumped up to, to get the content out and grow who I am and figure out who I am as far as a content creator or a, an influencer. So that's that's probably my low is just looking back and seeing things changing. Um, but my high, my last high, um, just looking here on my sheet. Yeah, my last high would be the people that I've met in this industry and kind of bouncing off what you had said about that. I've gotten to shoot with a ton of awesome people, some big movers and shakers in the industry. I've gotten to shake hands with people, sit down, go out to eat, become friends with a lot of different people that even if they're not super well known right now are in 10 years in this industry going to be some of the top people in the industry. And it's just been a, a blessing to be able to interact with people on that level. And social media kind of made that possible. Going to these shows also made it possible. But I'm thankful for all the friends that were made through this journey up until this point. So yeah. that's probably... I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, that's that's my last high. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. The, I met so many awesome people in this industry, and um, and I made so many friends. And you know, going to these shows and stuff like that, it's it's like an opportunity just to go back and hang out with with friends. It's not, it doesn't feel like work. Um, it, it's something that you know that I really look forward to. And so it's, uh, and I continue to uh, just meet awesome people. I definitely agree. So I, I, I think if there's one thing that I kind of, um, I jotted down here about halfway through that, that I kind of pull from, from all of this. And, uh, it, it's just that, that this year and each year it, it is a refining process. It's, we, we go through lows and we learn from them. We go through highs and we learn from them and, um, and you're constantly learning and things constantly change from what you learn. And, I'm, and, and this is what I wrote down. I can't wait until 
I know what I know in 10 years, you know, at the 10 year anniversary, I can't wait to know what I'll know then that right. I don't know now. That's cool. Um, I like how you put that. Yeah. I, I, it, you know, just from everything, you know, that I learned this year and hearing what you learned this year, um, you know, this has been a really important year for the both of us, I think. And, and what we learned this year is going to set us up for what we can do next year. Um, and I don't think, I, I don't think that it, that it would be a good thing for us to know now. You know, like if we could go into the future and learn everything at year ten and come back and use all that that, that, that now, I don't know if I'd want to do that. I, I think that would take. I think you need to learn things in a certain order, and I think it, I think that's just part of the process, and that's part of what what makes us fun and what, what makes us. That's a good thing. It's just, it's kind of that learning as you go, type of thing, and being willing to, to learn and, and move with what you learn. So I, I think that's kind of what I've, that's what I've taken from this year. I was, that's what I was telling Dusty. I was like, I feel like, you know, so many good, good things happen this year, and, and bad things happen this year, and I'm thankful for all of it, right? Because, that's that's given me perspective. Um, I, I talk about perspective a lot, especially when, you know, when me and Dusty talk about things um, just during the day and shopping stuff, I feel like perspective comes up a lot, you know, having that perspective of, of where you were and what, and where you can go from here. I, I feel like is, is so important. Is there anything you want to add before we, before we close out? Yeah, I just, just to kind of bring it all together for me at the end is and I guess I'm saying this for anybody I'm saying it for myself but I'm saying it for anybody listening Uh, I also am extremely thankful for every high and every low this year Um, people might think that I don't know some people I'd say that too and they'd be like there's no way there's no way you're thankful for, for losing money and losing time but you know what I am extremely thankful for it because it is making me treasure what I have right now. And I'm just, I'm thinking back and over the last two years, I haven't woken up and hated going to work. I have not, um, regretted. I mean, I've gone through spells where I've questioned myself, but I wake up on fire every day for what I'm doing. And yeah, there's days that suck and I quickly get into the office and everything blows apart. But think about that. If you're listening to this podcast, envision you being in something that you wake up every single day hungry for. And that would be my wish to anybody who's interested in partaking in the journey of entrepreneurship is to experience that. And that right there is why I can go through the lowest of the lows with the company and then come out on the other side with a good mindset and say, okay, I took that one. Um, that was that hurt i still have the wind knocked out for me but i'm gonna even if all i can do is crawl i'm gonna crawl to the top and then learn from it and go forward so that that's my encouragement and just just bringing that kind of bringing that full circle is that i I wouldn't have changed anything i know that in 10 years i'm going to be extremely grateful for the journey Um, and if you look at it from you know so let's say you're say you're family owns a business and they hand you the business or even if you have to buy into it but you you've earned this business because of your name 
you're probably not going to treasure that the same way that I'm going to treasure building something from ground zero, if that makes any sense to you, Greg. And, oh, yeah. Well, did you know that 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 uh, that most family businesses, the third, usually a third generation is when the business uh, folds? It makes sense. Because, yeah, because by then it, it, it's so removed from the founders and what and what started you know by the third generation it's just a just a it's just another business it's just a, a family business and it's a hassle right so i i heard that stat you know is it true or not i'd have to look into it, but i heard that that the most family business by third generation uh they're done yep and i'm man i'm so grateful that i'm in the first generation you know, I, I don't know what – I have no idea if my kids will have any interest in what we're doing. I, I don't know if that's the outlook for TA Targets. I you, There's no way to tell. But what I do know I is right here, right now, I'm going to do everything that I can to follow the path that I'm supposed to be on to make sure that I'm not – to make sure that I'm putting everything into it, to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to to cherish this. You know, there's never any guarantees, but, you know, highs or lows in 2019, I'm going to love it. Uh, I might hate it for a moment, but I'm going to go into 2020 and you're going to hear the same voice. I'm saying I'm thankful for it. So that's yeah, kind of my sure. recap. Awesome, man. That was a good stuff. This, this might, yeah, this was favorite. a good one. I Man. I guess we've done yet. Yeah, we're at, what, about an hour and five minutes or so? <laughs> Something like that. So I guess we probably ought, to, probably ought to wrap it up. Is there anything else you wanted to say at the end here? I don't think so. I think uh, this is a great way to end great way to end this year, and I'm glad that this podcast exists because I'd like to come back and listen to this next year. Yeah. It's, good, you know, it's awesome. compare it. And, again, but, uh, for everybody listening, just a reminder, we've got that Gmail. It's forgingthejourney at gmail.com. Please yeah, shoot us, us a up. message. Let us know what you like, what you want to hear, what you want us to talk about. Um, if you have any goals or any aspirations going into 2019, just drop us a message either on our social media accounts or on the Gmail. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'd love to hear if, if, if you have a goal. Um, well, let us know what your success and your uh, and maybe what's your top top success and failure from this year. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Love to hear from you. Yeah, forgingthejourney at gmail dot com. Awesome. Oh, All right, buddy. Well, one thanks more, for squeezing this into. One more yeah. thing, I wanted to drop out there real quick, Greg. Not to cut you off. Don't forget, guys, if you're listening to this, one of the few ways, other than getting in touch with us, that you can be um, extremely helpful for us is to leave a rating and a review wherever you're listening to this. If you could do that, we would be extremely grateful to take about thirty seconds of your time, and it'll help. You know, other people to catch on to us and, and see what we have going on over here at Forging the Journey. Yeah, and share it with your friends. Yep. There's a lot of podcasts that I've that I've shared shared with. And that's how I found I found a lot of podcasts just from those recommendations. Yep. Awesome. And uh, also, you can find us. I don't think we've done this a couple of podcasts. If you if you want to follow us uh, on Instagram and Facebook, and our website is the Neomag. Uh, the neomag.com and our social media is also the neomag yeah and if you want to get in touch with me you can uh, check I mean you can check out the company website it's tatargets.com 
If you go on Instagram and you want to check out the TA Targets content or you want to message and talk to me, you can just type in at TA Targets. And then if you like photography, guns, and you want to follow my personal journey and shooting and all that, my personal page is at Keystone Carry. And you can message me any of those places. Awesome. Well, man, I hope you have a happy new year. Uh, looking forward to bringing in 2019 with you. Yeah. Um, you too. All right, man. You have a great day and a great week. Yeah. See you, man.